everybody to the Entrepreneurial CPA Show. Even during the COVID-19 outbreak, still here with that deep dive you need to break free of the box and punch above your weight. And as you'll see, Dr. Sean is still in quarantine. So I've got a special guest star today, Rafael Casa, Senior Manager for Sage Accounting Solutions. Rafael, how's it going today? It's going well. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, you know, it's very fortunate to be in sunny California, and uh, I don't know how the weather is over there, but... <laughs> But it's been uh, it's been a, a turbulent several weeks, so we're all just keeping it together. Yeah, well, for us, we got a little bit of snow this morning, so I'm not too worried about your uh, sunny oh, California nice. weather. <laughs> nice. So, Rafael, you know, behind the scenes, when we talk together at the Sage County Network, the Sage Alliance Board, wherever it is, we talk about bots a lot. And I thought it'd be great to talk right now about why bots are still relevant during this time of COVID-19, where firms shouldn't think about, oh, my God, it's too crazy. I can't think about it. Why bots are still a great idea to dive into right now and pick your brain a little about kind of, you know, understanding bots and we'll do another episode where we go deeper. So what do you think firms need to know why bots are so relevant today and what should we be thinking about when we hear bots inside a CPA firm? Yeah, great question. I think there's, uh, there's an article I can share later about, you know, six pertinent questions that you can talk to yourself about or talk to your business about before even thinking about implementing RPA or understanding what that is. But if you kind of simplify what an RPA, robotic process automation, or in some term bots or robots is, is, um, you know, if you go back to maybe at least a decade ago, Microsoft uh, GP had something called macros, you know, and really what I like to think of bots as is macros on steroids. It's really going to allow from a perspective of um, your user interface to really just mimic the types of processes that you're doing that are really mundane. Um, and, and it's gonna allow you know, areas of capturing and existing information, interpreting that um, from your existing applications and processing transactions, manipulating them and, and plugging them in. So one, possibility that's very current right now is you know from the salt uh, act that that's being changed where you're going to have to have a, possibly a lot of amendments from the 1040x this is where something like a bot can be really beneficial to help um, you know mitigate doing all those tasks so if you think of something that a lot of folks are, are familiar with uh, with macros you know using that to be able to just do these processes but an, a bot is going to be more aligned with not just myopic processes, but end-to-end -end processes. So, you know, that's how you really want to think of that. And, um, you know, I've always found from the get-go that some, some of these big firms that are already implementing bots or have their own RPA uh, internal team, it's not the bots that are the biggest issue. It's actually the culture, uh, the culture shift of, of a lot of, you know, employees in the firm might think that this bot is going to take my job. But, you know, that, that it goes a lot deeper on that because, you know, culture eats strategy, in my opinion, when it comes to looking at bots or implementing bots, because it's going to allow for these valuable folks to actually drive more value to their customers um, from an advisory standpoint, which I think is really, really important right now. Uh, where businesses need it most from an advisory standpoint, from them having to move away from doing a lot of these, you know, 
four to six hour mundane tasks and have it be implemented uh, and done and run by either an intended or an unintended bot. You know, and I think these are things that firms need to really start thinking about um, as this is a, a long-term approach. You know, right now we're just looking to weather the storm and looking to make sure that we are pivoting our business to, to survive. In a lot of cases, um, some of the firms are doing really, really well because they've already been positioned uh, for, for something like this. Uh, but I think this is another initiative where they can continue to be even more successful as this may just be a dress rehearsal for something that happens uh, later that, down the line. Yes, Rafi, let me ask you this. You know, with that, you kind of talked about BOTS's role versus the workforce. If I'm a partner in a firm today and I know my people are already busy or stretched thin or I've lost some people due to COVID, either they can't work remotely or they are sick, that's another question right now. Are bots a great solution to come in and help supplement my current workforce in these times? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I think it's, it's an investment that needs to be made because it's not only going to be a long-term investment, but it's going to allow for the firms to have, uh, you know, business continuity in this particular case. Um, you know, I, I've seen some firms like Hyde Bailey who have really, made a major investment in this and I think and I know that it's helped them quite a bit to, to make sure that you know for any for those layoffs or furloughs or anything that may be happening during this time that they can still make sure that they have the business continuity for those types of processes and to segue into that the biggest in my opinion the most important area for uh, implementing RPA or any of these bots is standardizing your business processes to understand and being able to um, to determine what types of use cases in my firm is this going to be applicable for? What's a more of a rigid type of business process that I have? And uh, reevaluating that. I've had the opportunity of implementing and designing RPA bots for small business, mid-size as well as tier one media broadcasting companies around the world. And the biggest pitfall that I've seen is not spending the majority of the time working through a proper business plan or standardizing your business processes from a firm standpoint, as well as from how these bots can, can help from a client standpoint. Because not only does that waste a lot of time, that also wastes thousands of dollars of having to re-engineer those bots. So, you know, it's, I Bailey did a really great thing of having their own committee uh, within their firm to make sure that they're having, they're treating this like a, a, a software project, just like anything else. It shouldn't be treated anything different uh, because this is a long-term project with steering committees, um, you know, having a lot of user acceptance testing. You, know, you don't want to treat it any, any differently than that. It's not magic, but this deeper level of automation is going to help um, the firms, you know, be much more successful. And I think something you said there on, you know, driving that standardized process is really important right now. As firms are dealing with all this chaos, the confusion, who's working where, who can work, who can't work, having that standard process really helps keep the ship running. And then the bots come in on top of that and help supplement to make sure the ship is running even when nobody's there. Even when the office is empty, it's dark, there's no one there, the bots can still do the work. So that, Raphael, something you said that we don't often hear about when it comes to bots, and it's a really, really important topic I want to ask you about, is you mentioned 
unattended versus attended bots. Can you explain everybody the difference between those two flavors of an RPA? Yeah, there's actually three. Um, so there's an attended automation, attended bot, an unattended bot, and then there's a cognitive bot. So in just in, in a sentence for each of those, you know, an attended bot would be something like a front office automation where you can configure the bot to work together with the human. So that means you'll have more uh, intervention from an auditing standpoint to make sure that before you trigger the bot to do an additional task, you can make sure that, for instance, data is accurate before you do that. Then you've got something like an unattended bot, which is more of a, a back office, which is a fully automated end-to-end -end bot, um, you know, teaching a robot how to do a full end-to-end -end process, um, as opposed to, you know, a, um, a an attendant bot would be something like a batch processing of invoicing, where you can kind of, you know, it's just doing one area. But if you were looking at some sort of like a fully automated, unattended bot, it could be something where it's pulling information from a trial balance and converting that data with data accuracy into tax forms for you from end to end and uploading those. So, you know, that, that's an example of more of a, a full end to end bot. And then you've got the cognitive bot or intelligent automation, intelligent bot, where that's gonna make sense of all the data formats. That's gonna be, it's looking at all unstructured data where there's artificial intelligence, looking at all the data points that are out there and then starting to make uh, adjustments on its own to cater to the type of data sets or the type of forecasting that's happening to make sure um, things are a bit more scalable and, and it's making its own pivots. So, you know, those are the, the, the cognitive AI bot is something that's uh, more of a trend right now, but it's also, there's a lot more complexity to that. Interesting. So for us, you know, inside our firm, we've got a couple of different bots. So for us, the, the unattended bot is we got another thing, a number of things where we get signed engagement letters back from the client. They're automatically saved to a document management system by a bot. Unattended, they do it every single time. It's simple. Uh, attended bot for us would be the, our e-file bot. You know, before it pushes the e-file button, it makes sure everything's there, saves the PDFs. Someone looks at that to make sure it's right because we would have messed that up. You know, but we don't have any cognitive bots yet, but it sounds like that should be next up on the list is to dive into that. So Raphael, to kind of wrap it up on this, you know, bots can provide a great resource to firms right now in these crazy times. They can work 24 seven, they're not gonna get sick, not impacted by COVID-19, firms should get started. What's the number one thing firms should do today? Like, hey, I'm listening to this, I've got some breathing room post 415. I want to get started with a bot. What should I do? I think you would really, first thing you want to do is just do, do some research internally, introspectively, look at your business, look at the types of processes that you have now that don't need um, the, the advisory skill set that a human would need. So things that are very rigid as far as your processes go um, and, and look at, break those up as, as you, do in your firm already of what is something that we would need that we can use to have uh, be, be a, an attended bot or and what processes in our, in our system or in our process of a business can we use an unattended bot app to just help with this workflow? Because I think the most impactful piece of a firm is the advisory side, um, the, the type of intelligence that you bring to the table from a, being a true business partner to these businesses that need it more than anything. Uh, and then aside from that is understanding who are the you know, big players and, and the implementation process. And we can get into that in our next session, but 
you know, uh, one thing you want to make sure to do is set an hour a week. Uh, I think you may have possibly more time now, maybe not tax accounts, but to just look at um, and just look at this type of technology and, and look at your business and see where that fits in. Perfect. I love it. Thank you for sharing those thoughts because I know you and I are both huge, huge fans of bots and thinks they're going to really transform CPA firms in 2020 and beyond. So if you're watching, I encourage you to get started. The base thing I can tell you from our own experience in deploying these bots is some of the people are a little bit uncertain at first of how much this bot's going to do, but there's so much extra work and advisor work to be done that we're really just freeing up the most basic level of work that no one really wants to do. And everyone's moving up all the way from the most administrative task in person up. They're getting that push up from this bot that does it repetitively, consistently every time. So you're dealing with COVID-19 or whatever you're watching this, embrace bots. They're going to change how your firm operates. So with that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this special COVID-19 update. Hopefully you're staying safe. Don't forget, click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Stay up to date on the knowledge coming out. And as always, we challenge you to take action today to change this crazy world and continue to invest in yourself.